1: to me is just astounding because think about it from the perspective of King Herod. John the Baptist is he's some nut job out in the desert who has the guts to confront the king face to face. You can't marry your brother's daughter. I'm the king. I can do anything I want to do. Right? But what's fascinating is the Bible says Herod was afraid of him.
0: Staying firm in God's Word is critical to remaining in good standing with God. Today, Pastor Robert is going to show you examples from John and Herod in the book of Matthew. You'll get to see examples of one following God even to the point of death, and the other sinning even when he knew he shouldn't be. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, Chapter 14, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
1: A little more than a year ago, the world lost a great man when Billy Graham went home to be with Jesus. And it was interesting to watch. All over the world, people mourned, at least formally. You know what I mean? I mean, they at least pretended to grieve his passing. Monarchs, presidents, people who clearly disagreed completely with his beliefs, still at least acknowledged his passing. But a little more than 2,000 years ago, the man who was the greatest preacher to ever live was killed. And he was killed because of his preaching. Matthew chapter 14 tells us the story. In, In verse 1 it says, At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the report about Jesus, and said to his servants, "'This is John the Baptist. He's risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him.' For Herod had laid hold of John and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because John had said to him, "'It's not lawful for you to have her.' And although he wanted to put him to death, he feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet.'" But when Herod's birthday was celebrated, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. Therefore, he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. So she, having been prompted by her mother, said, "'Give me John the Baptist's head here on a platter.' And the king was sorry. Nevertheless, because of the oaths and because of those who sat with him, he commanded it to be given to her. So he sent and had John beheaded in prison." And his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. Then his disciples came and took away the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. Now, historians tell us that the family of the Herodians may very well have been the ultimate example of a dysfunctional family. I mean, they were messed up, right? All human beings are messed up. But some human beings are so messed up that they're dangerous to other human beings, right? Some humans are so flawed that they're a danger to the rest. Herod the Great was the grandfather of the Herod we're reading about here today. Herod the Great was appointed by Rome. If you remember the way the Romans dealt with people, they came in... You know, conquered a region, but they would allow them, if they were submissive and cooperative, they would allow them to keep their religion and kind of keep their government in place. And well, they appointed Herod the Great to be the king of Judea, put him in that position. But he was somewhat paranoid, apparently, at the time of the birth of Christ. He's the one who, when told by the Magi that the king of the Jews has been born, we've come to find him that he commanded all the babies two years old and under in that region be put to death. Not only that, but history tells us, you know, he had a number of wives. He had a lot of children. And at some point, his paranoia got the best of him. And he thought that one of his wives and some of his sons were plotting against him. So he ordered that wife, whom historians say he really loved, but he had her executed nonetheless, and then erected monuments in her honor, killed off some of his sons. They developed a saying that it was safer in Israel to be born a pig than to be born a son of Herod. Pigs were safe compared to the children of Herod because he was so paranoid. But one of his sons survived, Philip, and he went to Rome. He moved to Rome, and he married his sister's daughter, his niece whose name was Herodias I think the guy was just afraid his daddy might decide to kill him too so he took off took his niece with him, they got married and another brother survived the guy we're reading about, Herod Antipas and Herod Antipas decided to visit his brother Philip in Rome and when he got there he saw Herodias and he thought oh she's hot Wonder if she'll go back to Judea with me. So he seduced her, invited her to come back and be his queen, which I guess she decided was better than being a mere party princess in Rome. So she left Philip, married her other uncle. Think about that for a minute. I mean, it's like Philip, you know, which, is she your niece or your ex wife? Well, yeah. Messed up, messed up family. So Herod Antipas goes back. He brings Herodias with him. They get married. According to one of the other gospels, they actually were married in Judea, right? He takes the throne of his grandfather, Herod the Great. So now he's the puppet king in Judea. But John the Baptist is preaching out in the desert. If you remember the stories about John the Baptist, he ate locusts and wild honey and he, you know, camel's hair stuff. He was like only the basics, sleeping with the lizards and eating whatever he could get his hands on is kind of the general idea, living on, you know, just the bare minimum. And he starts preaching against King Herod's behavior. What you did is not lawful. You can't just go take your brother's wife and it's adultery. You can't do that. So Herod arrests him, has him thrown in prison. Matthew says that Herod wanted to kill him, but he was afraid the people would riot if he did because they saw him as a prophet. And Mark gives us even more details, so I'm going to read that account, at least the first part of it with you. Mark chapter 6, verse 14 says, Now King Herod heard of him, talking about Jesus. King Herod heard of Jesus for his name had become well known. And he said, John the Baptist is risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. Others said it's Elijah, and others said it's the prophet, or like one of the prophets. But when Herod heard, he said, this is John, whom I've headed. He's been raised from the dead. For Herod himself had sent and laid hold of John, bound him in prison, listen to this, for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. Because John had said to Herod, It's not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Therefore, Herodias held it against him. See, now we get a little different perspective. Herodias held it against him and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he protected him. And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. Now, listen. This to me is just astounding because think about it from the perspective of King Herod. John the Baptist, is he's some nut job out in the desert who has the guts to confront the king face to face. You can't marry your brother's daughter. I'm the king. I can do anything I want to do, right? But what's fascinating is the Bible says Herod was afraid of him. Now, listen, this is so important. This is so important. Herod feared John. His love-
0: We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more.
1: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to mainthingradio.com and click on the podcast button.
0: Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary, Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.